Hey there, this is Dimitris, the Curious Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today we're going to discuss how to open and close the embrace and how to do that with grace, you know, making it feel comfortable, natural. Uh, if you're not a member yet, please go to thecuriousTangero.com and join the Curious Tangero newsletter. It's free, it's fun, you're going to learn many ways to improve your tango. Now let's start. I don't like breaking the feeling of connection with my partner. I mean, nobody does, right? Um, but I think I'm a little bit stronger than that. I really hate it. You know, it's I, I can have like a beautiful dance and just this one moment of like breaking the connection, I will just focus on that and be like, how can I avoid that? How can I stop, like make sure that this will not happen again? All right, so that's time. Sometimes that's possible, sometimes that's not. But I always try to investigate uh, how to do things without breaking the, the, the connection. And I apply that also when it comes to closing and opening the embrace. All right, so I will not discuss the technical part, you know, things like being more or less compact, bringing in your elbows, increasing tension, uh, using all these tools to close and open the embrace. I will focus on something different. There are some instances, there are some moments in the dance where opening and closing the embrace is a lot easier, all right, than others. So what I want you to do is to be able to identify those moments and just open and close the embrace of those moments to make your life easier. Of course, as you progress, you should know how to do that in more uh, cases, but start with the easier one, make sure that you can do that without breaking the, the connection, and then we can move forward. Okay, now, there are some people that they say, you know, open embrace is not tango, only close embrace is tango. Some other people say, you know, no, close embrace restricts you a lot and stuff like that. All right, this is your choice. This is your choice to decide if you want to dance always open embrace, always close embrace, or if you want to play between open and close. For me, what's important is that you have a reason, you know. There is beauty when your choices have a why. Doing a movement just for the sake of doing it doesn't have a why and it might feel empty, you know? Doesn't have a reason. A close embrace is often more intimate, but not always, okay? And for some people, it's it's the only way to dance tango and that's okay. But if you're one of those people, I get it. Please enjoy tango the way you like. Um, it's a personal thing, all right? I love close embrace and I enjoy also open embrace. In my perspective, opening the embrace serves for different functions, right? Sometimes you just want to explore a movement that requires more space. That's it. There are some movements that simply cannot be done in a close embrace. So if you want to do this movement, you need to open. Sometimes you want to interpret uh, an expansion in the music with an expansion in the embrace. Suddenly you have this kind of violence there, like tutti, all the instruments start playing together and you have this expansion in the music and you open the embrace. It's a musical interpretation, okay? Sometimes you might feel very uncomfortable with a specific partner and you just want to maintain your physical integrity. You know, they're pushing you, squeezing you, grabbing you, whatever that is. And for some reason, you don't decide to, you know, stop the dance, but you just take a step and you're like, okay, I'm going to open the embrace uh, to protect myself a little bit. I, I, I really hope you will not find yourself in those situations, but I think we all have been there, okay? Now, sometimes 
there's another reason that I really enjoyed. I was, I was interviewing a teacher uh, for the Tango Tips by the Maestros, the the second book, uh, not the first one, and I asked her why she opens the embrace sometimes, and she told me that sometimes with some people, the feeling is so strong inside the embrace, it gets so tense, so, not in a bad way, right, uh, necessarily, not in a bad way, uh, just it gets so strong, so, and you want to release part of it, you know, maybe this embrace makes you feel so many things, and you want to release some of those things, it's your choice, right, and sometimes we open the embrace to release, okay, uh, Especially, for example, if, if, if it's for example, if it's a, a song where you are like has a very tense part and then a very relaxed, you might open the embrace to re- to release this extra tension that you needed for the previous musical phrase. Okay, so my opinion, and it's just my opinion regarding opening and closing the embrace, do it if you have a reason. Okay, now uh, beginner leaders. They usually uh, they use a trick that I personally don't like to open the embrace. They you know they move forward fast, in a fast rhythm, right? And then suddenly they just stop, all right? And the forward, due to the momentum, it just continues a bit more, and the embrace is now open, and it 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 it's okay. It's easy, you know. It works well with some followers, but most of the times it feels to me like I'm throwing my partner away. You know, just go now. If the follower has a nice elastic embrace, that works very well because she knows how to continue like being in touch with you, pulling you, creating the resistance while still going to the opposite direction. And that's perfect. Okay. But I prefer uh, to use four other options. Uh, The first two are a little bit more dynamic and the second two, they can be done extremely slowly if you choose to. All right. Uh, so the first one is the centrifugal, centrifugal force, right? Whenever there's centrifugal force, you know, for example, if your partner rotates around you and you relax and expand a little bit your arm, the force will move your partner further away, all right? So this is what we call the centrifugal force. Somebody's rotating around you. If you let them go, they go further, okay? Uh, so yes, you can use the force, and may the force be with you. Uh, the second way is the cross. So when she crosses, a movement that most followers they know relatively well, and unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, it's up to you, it is often done a bit on autopilot, okay? You can stay a bit behind by making a smaller step or leading a bigger step for her, right? So the moment she crosses, you just do a little bit of a smaller step, Suddenly, she has more space, she crosses, and the embrace is open, okay? Uh, This is similar to the momentum trick that I said that I don't like, but it has a small difference that it makes it a lot better for me. I can can combine it with a bit of of a rotational movement. For example, by leading here to a sideways forward step, you know, backwards for me, right after the cross. So she crosses, and then I go back, and I bring her forwards uh, a little bit sideways as well. This rotational quality, 
I think kind of washes away the feeling of simply throwing my partner further away. Everything happens with a little bit of circularity. Uh, of course, uh, you can also choose to come closer to her during the cross. And this is how you can close the embrace. So you start dancing with you're in an open embrace, you give her a cross, and at that moment, you just come a little bit closer to her. You make a little bit of a big, bigger step, and you come closer to her. And the embrace is closed. Now, third way, sacadas. Okay, so in the sacadas, uh, you have the base leg of the, of the follower, right? So, uh, and you have the leg that it's going to be the base leg soon after the sacada, right? So what I do is that I step closer to the leg that it's going to become the base leg of the follower. All right, so I step closer while I'm doing the sacada, I step closer to the soon-to-be base leg. So the moment my partner transfer her axis above her base leg, I'm already closer to her, so I can close the embrace. Okay, so you can do the opposite. You can step closer to the soon-to-be free leg, okay? And that means that you will be further away from your partner, from your partner's base leg. So the moment she transfer her axis, immediately you are further away from her, okay? So don't forget to relax the embrace when you do it, right? Uh, so that she can go away on her axis. Because if you, you know, you go further away, but you don't relax the embrace, uh, that means that you're basically pulling her uh, or you're forcing her to, to, to step uh, in a different place that where she feels more comfortable stepping at. All right. And the fourth one is the sidesteps. I really like the simplicity of this and the fact that you can open the embrace extremely slowly if you choose to, right? So when you project for a sidestep, step further away from her to open the embrace or closer to her to close the embrace. You know, you just do the sidestep and you think, okay, where am I stepping with my with my side side uh, sidestep foot? If you choose to put it further away from her, the moment you transfer transfer the weight, the weight you will open the embrace. All right. If closer, you close the embrace. Okay. Um, and that you can do in two ways. You can only focus on you, and you can step you can step further away from her in the side step, or you can lead her to step further away. And of course, you can do the opposite, or you can mix and match, or you can do both, okay? Uh, so if you have more ways, by the way, to open and close the embrace, please let me know, okay? Contact me at uh, uh, the email tango at thecuriousTangiero.com or on Facebook or wherever you find me. Um, I would love to know that. Now, having said all that, for me, the most important thing is to pay attention to what your follower or leader uh, seems to enjoy and that can mean a lot of things maybe you can observe that dancer during the dance if he's like a, a local dancer right uh, you can observe and see how they dance how they choose to dance most of the time that's probably what they enjoy uh, so before making a decision of closing or opening the embrace and by the way followers can make that decision too okay uh, they just need to know how uh, but it's the same decision um, it's it's important to know what your partner likes because you might want to give them a great experience you know you might want to 
make this tanda a very memorable tanda so that they dance more with you. Uh, if you enjoy the dance with them and they don't enjoy the dance with you, then why not dance more? Um, so pay attention to that. Another way is to simply pay attention, like in the beginning of the first song, pay attention to what they do. Do they tend to try to open the embrace or close the embrace? That will give you a signal of how they want to dance. Keep that in mind. Um, it's 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 very important to understand. If it's a, it's a friend, you know, you can even ask them, you know, what do you enjoy more? When do you enjoy opening the embrace? When do you enjoy closing the embrace? Start asking those questions to people that you know. You will find a lot of insights, all right? And the reasons sometimes are quite crazy, you know? Um, all right, uh, I just want to say that. Focus on what your partner wants. Don't forget yourself. But there is pleasure, there is happiness to be found when you are just trying to make another person happy. It's the easiest way to bring happiness to your life. Make somebody else happy. And that's not just in tango, you know. Just maybe look around you and ask yourself, from all the people I have in my life right now that I'm going to meet today, to who can I give a compliment? To who can I make feel like happier? It's in your hand. It's a simple compliment. Give it. Notice something small. Notice a detail. Let them know. Make them feel happier. You will become happier right away. It, that's how it works. Okay? And, well, that's it. If you want to support this podcast, you can simply go on Amazon and buy the book Tango Fullness, Exploring Connection, Awareness and Meaning in Tango. It is available in 11 languages. Its goal is to help you understand and develop your unique tango. If you want to order three copies or more for your friends, contact me at the email tango at thecuriousTangero.com to give you a discount. Please share this podcast with your tango friends. Hugs and stay curious.